Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Get More Students podcast. I'm your co-host, Alex Asher, CEO of LearnCube. And I'm Herbert Gerzer, founder of Herbert Gerzer Digital. And we were talking, Herbert and I, you know, obviously experiencing quite a, a heat wave where we both live <laughs> uh, and thinking, you know what, summer is definitely here. And certainly the tutoring businesses that are often very quiet in this time may be actually looking for an opportunity to grow, to reinforce their business, and possibly also to provide a bit more resilience and a bit kind of less of this kind of peaks and troughs with that business. And so what we wanted to talk today uh, about is how to not lose your students over the summer and, mm-hmm. and possibly you know, how to even grow your business over the summer. Definitely. I think a lot of, a lot of education institutes experience a, a, a lull in summer and are always uh, trying to come up with ideas of how to uh, maintain uh, customers or retain customers and also uh, have consistent revenue over those uh, uh, warmer months. So yeah, um, happy to get into that. So we are going to um, crack through this. We've got um, the, the main ideas that we want to get across is, you know, first of all, why you should be thinking about this and why this is a good time to be thinking about how to keep your either your current students engaged and or to kind of build your business. Um, we're going to talk about what kind of different summer programs can look like. And then we're also going to be talking about how to market that, you know, the channels used, the language used, the imagery used, and, you know, how we can kind of build a possibly a, a really nice lifeline for you over the summer break. So let's get started with, you know, why would we want to keep working over the summer break? First of all, I, I do want to acknowledge there are a lot of people that deserve a great summer break and no problem with that. Um, but I think there are a couple of reasons why you might consider it. I'll start with the first. From your own company perspective, you definitely don't want to lose students over this um, this period and when I say students it could be the parents themselves so um, when you have particularly a long break that is the perfect time for somebody to leave you mm-hmm. <laughs> particularly if you're not engaging with them if you're not having any kind of interaction because you go from being top of mind to being out of mind and that also provides a really great way for competitors potentially to get top of mind and possibly for people to also think ah hey, maybe tutoring isn't something that I need anymore. And so we want to avoid that and avoid you finding a lull at the start of your business. Instead, we want everybody that to come back, hitting particularly the the new academic year strong and and all there. So there's a sense of continuity. I think there's also an aspect of, um, yeah, some tutors will also want a, a degree of flexibility, but that's also going to be for the student and parents. You can kind of work your way around that particularly with online tutoring these days, you don't always have to commit to long blocks of time and providing, um, you know, an in-person experience, which is totally fine as well, but it does require a different level of resources and commitment to the summer program. Um, It's also going to be a way of you growing your business and increasing your revenue, which uh, again, is not a bad thing. And, And if you think about it, if, you were otherwise going to do nothing and you were somehow able to, you know, build some, some revenue over the summer that might already increase your annual turnover just by, just by that fact alone, by about 10, 20% potentially. So it's well worth thinking since this you know, summer does last a quarter of the year. 
Uh, Herbert, what are some of the reasons why students also might be interested in these kinds of programs? Absolutely, to continue their progress um, when it comes to, 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 to learning. You know, two, two and a half months is a very long time. Uh, and usually it's like the break, you know, no studying, no learning, no school. Um, but, uh, you know, it can also be a bit of a trap. So, you know, keeping students uh, kind of in that learning mode can be in a fun way. Um, yeah. So it's a bit uh, light, more lighthearted over the summer break. But, uh, you know, uh, enabling them to, to catch up um, if they mm-hmm. uh, might be uh, struggling or m- need more reinforcement uh, in a particular subject or in a particular area or to kind of uh, get ahead um, before the, the new semester starts. And, of course, uh, reducing boredom uh, is probably a huge uh, <laughs> pain point, uh, not only for students but parents as well, uh, of trying to keep their... Uh, kids busy over such a long period of time. That's it. And those parents, you know, as you say, are looking for that continued progress. They're looking for peace of mind. But I, I want to touch base on this idea as well of how to sell this to, to students. And when I say sell, it's exactly the same thing in a way, like the parents are needing to sell this in the right positive way to students. But when we're talking about this, and I'm sure many of you listening here uh, believe also in the idea of kids being able to be kids. So this is not something that we're kind of, uh, you know, on, on our side, we're not trying to push kids to, to work every every hour of their summer break. Uh, I think it's actually about also transforming the na- narrative a little bit from, I think, particularly in tutoring, and it can be with certain education, that education is a really fun thing. It's a, it's a privilege and it's a... Um, it's something you want to do, not necessarily a chore or something you hate doing. And in fact, even tutoring can kind of be presented that way. It's a bit of a, a treat to be able to have some bandwidth, you know, when you're not having to do all of your extra stuff, whether it, if you're a younger student, you know, having to do all of your schoolwork plus some extra activities on top, um, or if you're an adult user um, or a, an adult learner, you know, having to do all of your extra work and then not being able to actually focus on maybe, particularly if it came to, say, language tutoring, that might be a really good time for you to actually have some bandwidth to think about things without you know, the, the daily stresses of, of life. So I think it's important that you're not just selling to the parents and students, but you're also helping parents and students buy in a really mm-hmm. genuine way that makes them feel like, hey, this is something for me, not something that is particularly I could just I would be very sensitive to a student feeling like this is like a punishment that they're having to work <laughs> over the summer break. I always think exactly. that would be quite a negative start to a course or program. Whereas if the program is set up that no, this is about discovery, it's about hey, you and maybe you felt like you left the the last semester on a bit of a low, getting you back up to a bit of a high, like having caught up on the things you didn't do so well. Um, now that you've got time that you, you could really focus on a particular subject rather than um, having to do all your own work plus having to do something really mentally demanding in a subject maybe you, you struggle with. So, I mean, Herbert, what do you think on the, that kind of concept as well? Lo- absolutely love it. It should, should always be a, a positive experience, uh, uh, especially in, in, in summer, I mean, in any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I guess that... Uh, also influences how you market and how you structure mm-hmm. your summer programs. Yeah. 
Um, we're going to be talking about this later, but you could just imagine the different imagery you might have for a summer program, mm. something light, flexible, yes. fun versus a maybe an, an academic or, uh, you know, during your normal working time, which would be maybe more serious, maybe more like progress driven and results driven. Mm. So I think already you can kind of start to see how you might shape your summer offer. Um, and we're going to talk about those different offers. So, Herbert, what did you think when it comes to the different offers that are available to tutoring businesses, for example? Well, of course, there is uh, one-to-one private um, mm-hmm. for that extra uh, attention. Um, yeah. Hard to make this, I mean, to, to package it in a, in a, a fun way since, mm-hmm. you know, it's not outside. I mean, you could still have it outside, mm-hmm. but you're not meeting uh, new new people, yeah. but uh, a lot of uh, parents and also children really uh, find one to one tuition very valuable to you yeah. know focus on the needs of that individual students. Uh, but you know when we're talking about uh, courses, maybe um, subject or topic specific courses um, in the classroom, workshops, but also camps. Uh, there is a, a huge demand uh, for camps, especially in person camps in you know locations more like a destination uh i mean a, a few of our uh clients um sell summer summer, summer camps um both academic and, and language camps tutoring mm-hmm. camps and they've sold out um for yeah. this year, like completely sold out not a space available mm-hmm. um just because everyone wants to, to to travel and and be outside and go back to normal <laughs> yeah yeah, I think particularly in the language area, that makes total sense. I think if you're more in the tutoring area, I do think that there's a way of uh, packaging it. It's in a way you're trying to get the parents that their kid has already said, hey, I, you know, I'm on a bit of a low. I'm not looking forward to going back into the next term. Mm. And then, then it's not such a struggle to go into that one-to-one. I think the other way I would be pitching the one-to-one if you're in language, for example, might be, you know, it's kind of a fun thing you could even do on holiday. You don't have to mm. be at the office to do a language no. you know, one-on-one tutoring class. Like awesome. this is like the time where you've got some bandwidth and you could do something fun, maybe even getting, uh, you know, I could just imagine, particularly if it was language tutoring, you could be doing it in the country itself potentially and be getting this tutoring as you move around. I mean, there's some, some yeah. fun ways you can kind of position this. Uh, but I think in that one-to-one area, you're probably more about trying to, in your marketing, be attracting the right kind of student and parents and not necessarily trying to convince somebody that, oh, if you don't do this, you're going to be left behind, which can sometimes be a bit negative mm. and instead be looking for the the student, parent, adult, whoever it is that's actually looking to be able to get that edge uh, you know, intrinsically or looking to catch up intrinsically and have that intrinsic motivation. Exactly. Um, so then we've got those, those different options as, as we kind of talked about, you can go one-to-one small groups or even these large camps. Now, naturally, if you are doing these larger camps, there's kind of more involved, more structure, and and possibly we may have missed that window this particular summer. Um, but as I say, if you were kind of a, in a tutoring business, there's nothing stopping you from offering a promotion next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything online, in fact, you could be offering something to your your uh, your clientele, you know, next week with a bit of thought on what your promotion might be, what that program might be, uh, could be some fun. 
So let's think about how to market. Uh, and I think we've almost touched on some of these ideas already, mm. Herbert. So what do we need? What's the language that we want to use? You're very positive uh, and future-oriented uh, uh, language um, about, you know, and motivating language rather than, oh, are you struggling? Uh, <laughs> no, this is, this is uh, you know, to ensure that you mm. ex- uh, excel uh, in the, in the new semester, you know, yeah. uh, it, it really is just a, a slight play on words, but it makes a huge difference. That makes a lot of sense. Like in, um, in normal time, like working times, you are trying to fix problems. This is fixing a problem, but you know, that's why I was talking about the intrinsic motivation. That would be the problem you might be f- fixing necessarily, but the alternative is to turn it into a, like a positive, positive fun thing that you want to be a part of. And otherwise you'd be kind of missing out or, or maybe, yeah, it's a thing to do uh, that I think, you know, people would enjoy. So uh, flexibility is, I think, a key word to use, Uh particularly if you're in the online space. Um, A, it provides that, but it means that people don't feel like you can either have your holiday or you can do this. No, no, you can do both. And both are great things. And in fact, the program that we're offering is actually going to make your summer better. Yeah. Yeah. so I think definitely getting in uh, out of that sort of either or, and, and that's why it has to be positive and, and light. And so that's probably going to turn into the imagery as well, Herbert. Like, again, you have been marketing summer courses for a very long time. What mm. is the kinds of imagery that people will want to see in this? Well, definitely happy faces. Yeah. Uh, of course, they the images need to be bright. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're in summer. Uh, it needs to be... Uh, in line with you know what we what we see outside um yeah trying to get it outside of the classroom which i Mm -hmm. know is not always possible especially especially if you're doing maybe Mm -hmm. one-to-one tutoring but if you're doing maybe a course you know with with more participants or even a camp then you Mm -hmm. definitely want to show activities uh, and and kids having fun playing outside and and learning as well Mm -hmm. um yeah Totally I would, that's agree. what I would recommend. Yeah. So groups, particularly, I really like that idea, activities and alluding to the being outside. I think also not only do participants want to be outside, but also possibly parents uh, yeah. in that case will want their kids outside. In the one-to-one space, I think also with just a little bit of thought, you can make sure that those um, those images look like they look like they've been held in summer. They look fun. Um, mm. rather than being, you know, at a desk and looking too serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, those are some some ideas on how to go about, you know, the language. And we've actually talked quite a lot about the different types of language you can use. Um, remember as well, you can, uh, when you're thinking about how to market as well, like packaging and pricing can really help here. Mm. So groups uh, and camps are ways of reducing the overall sense of that cost. So those are quite helpful ways of getting that down. And even if you're doing one-to-one, you might be able to give a sense of value by uh, having a course or having some kind of structure. I, I think it's I think it's a bit of a hard ask uh, if you you agree on this, Herbert, but this idea of like some wishy-washy kind of classes every now and again for summer. I don't know. It just seems like 
you want to have flexibility, but you want to have a sense that I will a have actually achieved something. Right. Um, like this, uh, you know, four week refresher yeah. course, get ready for now we're next semester kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I guess little... the, the example I had in mind was if you asked a student, like, hey, what do you want to work on? They're like, I don't want to work on anything mm-hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. It sort of puts it into the student's responsibility to kind of come up with what the, the outcome of yeah. that program or course is going to be. Whereas if it was, as you kind of say, it's a refresher course. And at the end of that, you're going to feel confidence going into that new semester. Again, if confidence was the problem that the student also realized that they had it, then that's going to work quite well. Um, if it's in language education, you know, again, that sense of like, hey, could we get up a level in the summer break? Because you're going to have bandwidth. Um, we can do it remotely. So you've still got that flexibility to go away if you need to, and we can kind of just make it work. Again, I think that's going to be much more successful than, hey, have a think about some kind of summer mm. classes. It just oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. feel mm. like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow then. I, exactly. I think the, the key thing for me is this idea of having a program and actually having something every week as opposed to, Hey, just so you know, we're still open for business. Mm. You know what I mean? It's sort yes. of a different um, angle. Yeah, it's more more tangible as well. Yeah, it shows that you're deliberate and you know that there's going to be something great that they're going to get out of it. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, we're going to now talk about the channels to do this. Uh, what's the number one channel in your view, Herbert? Yeah. Email marketing. I mean, yeah. use that client list. Uh, yeah. You have, the, you should have the the, the emails of your mm-hmm. uh, current and uh, past uh, customers, and that's what email marketing was was uh, invented for. So definitely, uh, definitely shooting out uh, some marketing emails or an email sequence mm-hmm. um, to promote. Uh, your summer offers Uh, discounts are quite common in Mm -hmm. summer um, for education uh, brands uh, to drum up business. So, you know, email is, email is great for that. Um, Then I would say a little bit of uh, advertising, whether that be on maybe just a simple retargeting campaign Mm -hmm. on Facebook, Instagram, perhaps on, on Google as well. Uh, and of course, your website, you know, have a have a big uh, um, uh, pop up screen or mm-hmm. a bubble uh, with your summer programs or summer yep. offer, uh, especially if you're having a, a promotion uh, post on social media on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, maybe do a little uh, video uh, about it. And of course, maybe utilizing uh, notice boards or forums or anywhere mm-hmm. that your students or uh, customers get informed. Yeah, I think also you probably want to set the scene with this. So one of the things I thought you said that was really accurate there, Herb, was it's a sequence of emails, not just one. No. So if you send a single email, I wouldn't expect actually you're going to suddenly go, oh, you know what? That's it. Perfect. A, you know that it's literally 95%. Well, probably now it's about 80% of people won't even open the email itself. So you're going to need to send enough so that they're going to at least open one of those emails and then get curious enough to possibly take some sort of action. And secondly, you know, in general, like 5% maybe will actually take kind of action on that again. So Mm -hmm. you need enough numbers, which means you also possibly need to email that that list more than once. 
to feel that you're getting results. Absolutely. And also using multiple, multiple channels, well, mm-hmm. um, because people are on holiday, you know, email is probably the last thing uh, they see, but they are scrolling through their phones, mm-hmm. uh, especially, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, yeah. people are at the beach uh, or doing whatever. Um, that's why it's good to have a, a multi-platform strategy yeah. uh, when it comes to um, promotion to catch people where they are spending time online. Yeah. I was thinking one of the things you might also want to do is before you go straight away with the offer is possibly set the scene and aggravate the pain, right? Yeah. Uh, it could be a pain point, which is like, let's put it yourself in this, particularly in a tutoring student's perspective. The pain for them might be, you know, feeling like, you know, a bit unconfident about something or they just didn't hit what they wanted to. Um, so you can kind of start your emails being maybe quite informative, like, um, and they can actually end up being positive, you know, like, hey, test results aren't everything, you know, you've still got a great, you know, these are five things that you can do to increase X, Y, or Z, mm-hmm. you know, there's some kind of inform- information you can provide that's positive, yeah. that kind of gets them at least contemplating, because before, otherwise, you're getting them like so cold that they haven't even contemplated that they might do some kind of level of education exactly. during summer. So you kind of just start surfacing this idea of like hey actually i'd like to do something this summer whether it be in a pain area as i say it could be something that they're unhappy with that they want to fix or starting to be like hey here's something you you know in in a parent's perspective if you were advertising to parents hey this is an activity you could do with your kid yeah um that kind of helps them prep for the next year or whatever that might be uh, that's already then putting the parent into, oh, wouldn't it be great actually if we felt like my kid was sort of, you know, wasn't just starting on a cold engine. They were kind of both refreshing themselves, but staying in a habit of, of learning and, and feeling more and more confident for the, for the semester ahead. So start with that. And again, I can imagine this being also in your ads here, Herbert, maybe instead of immediately going with a cold, hard offer is start, you know, even in social, right? Like is start building that um, that sense of like, oh, actually this is something I'll be interested in. Yeah. Um, you can do that over, over you know, a few posts um, mm-hmm. posted over a week um, yeah. or you could do it in a, uh, like a, a, a carousel post mm-hmm. um, where you have different, different images or different videos. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, record a video uh, for a paid ad campaigns where you explain mm-hmm. uh, and do a little bit of storytelling or get uh, a testimonial from a parent or, 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 or a student. There are so many options. Totally. Well, one other thing I think is quite useful is sometimes you don't get any organic traffic let's say with your facebook or instagram look it's it's not uncommon for a lot of Hmm. tutoring businesses to to sort of suffer from this but often if you are eventually going to be pushing on your email and or on ads they will often go to those channels to look things up and if you've already set up basically the the steps that take somebody from totally cold hadn't even thought of it to oh actually this is perking my interest oh that second post Actually, that was totally bang. Yeah, okay. Now I kind of believe that these uh, these guys will or girls will be able to deliver on this great great experience over summer. Now I'm now I'm actually ready to buy, and then they use that as social proof mm-hmm. for actually making the purchase. Yeah, 
So hopefully we've armed you with an idea for this summer. Uh, Herbert, any last ideas or tips? Oh, I've got one before you think of one, just so I'll give you an idea. Yeah. Is uh, you were saying things before, but the one thing that stood out before Herbert was this idea of uh, limited time. Mm. You said it before when you're talking about camps and and groups, but um, sometimes you don't need to offer a discount. You need to give a sense of like urgency. Yeah, absolutely. And especially now, I mean, we're halfway mm-hmm. through summer, so there is there is <laughs> a sense of ur- urgency anyway uh, inbuilt. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you decide to to launch mm-hmm. something uh, in the next week or two, um, not only will you have a sense of urgency, but uh, the, the 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 customer as well. Fantastic. And anything else that sort of comes to mind? No, I think we hit all the all the all the hot topics, Alex, um, yes. on on really how to make the most of summer, and yeah, possibly for tutoring businesses out there that haven't mm-hmm. um, already launched something for for summer, now could be the time. Definitely. So stay busy over summer. Don't lose those those students, regardless. And actually, one of the things we didn't discuss is even if you don't want to offer a summer program you should keep with your summer marketing. So that means yeah. continue to provide value. Even if you're not going to offer anything, talk about you know, how you're going to prepare people, what your plans are, how you can kind of, how people can still get value from you during this, this break because you don't want competitors filling that void over yeah. this time. Uh, we've talked about the different summer programs. We've talked about how to market them, the channels to go for. So hopefully... Uh, all goes well and please let us know if uh if you decide to to offer this summer program but from our side thank you very much herbert where can people find you at herbertgoza.com likewise if you are interested in LearnCube, we offer a virtual classroom and all-in-one solution called our online school for tutoring businesses you can find us at www.learncube.com you can also uh subscribe to this podcast which you should definitely do and also engage with our getmorestudents.org community. That's www.getmorestudents.org. And you can build, you know, enter a, a community of tutoring and language professionals and companies that are looking for ideas, inspiration, and motivation around marketing. And that's what Herbert and, he- and I are here to provide. So uh, <laughs> enjoy your summer, folks, and talk yes. again soon. See you in the next one.